What is up, everybody? Sorry about that. A little bit of technical difficulties, but as always, we are not shutting it down. We're not restarting. Guys, we're doing a little deep end, shallow end, deep dive, a little deep dive with the scallywags. Jim's here with me. I'm here. We're going to talk a little bit about, obviously, we've been up in arms about the greening guitar. Yes. We know its original owner, previous owner, Gary Moore. And there's a lot, some speculation of what he did or didn't do. But some speculation that that, that Greeny is the still got the blues guitar. Greeny is, in fact, not the still got the blues guitar. The still got the blues guitar is serial number 92227, nicknamed Stripe. Ooh. Bought in 88, the help of Gary's tech, Graham Lilly. Previous owner was Phil Harris, who was on Graham's request. Came down to the studio where Gary's rehearsing and offered two of his guitars. Both late 50s Les Paul standards. Gary ended up with a light burst, worn out 59 standard. Quite similar to Greeny, but featuring a lot more accented flame maple top. Gary first used this guitar in the After the War album in 89. It was seen in the music video for the title song, and then it was used on his perhaps best-known pieces, Still Got the Blues, and Oh Pretty Woman, on the 90 album. Since then, it basically became one of his favorite guitars, and he used it on nearly all the records up to his death in 2011. Guitar stock, except for the tuners, which were Grovered. Original frets were allegedly replaced with bigger ones at some point by Charlie Chandler. All the electronics, including the pickups, are original from the factory. Still got the blues specifically, Gary played the guitar through a Marshall Governor pedal, JTM-45, and a Marshall 60B 4x12 cab loader with Electro Voice 12-inch speakers. He's drawing the guitar with Dean Markley's 10 to, 4, 10 to 52. Quote, one of the guys from Metallica goes up to producer Bob Rocks and says, this is the sound I want, and plays him Oh Pretty Woman from Still Got the Blues. And then they proceed to go through all these preamps and pre processors to achieve it. I felt I should write and say, that's not how to do it. You've got the money now, guys. Go out and buy go out and buy a 59 Les Paul, a Governor, and a JTM-45. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So, the Still Got the Blues guitar is not greeny. Huh. Let's put that to bed right now. The man owns two, two of them. And I'm sure he's played Greeny on a on it. Yeah, he's had to. Have. But regardless, the man is is insane. He sounds great on a Strat. He sounds great on a, a Les Paul. He died February six, two thousand eleven, from Northern Ireland. He also had a stint in Thin Lizzy. Did he play Thin Lizzy? Yes, he did. He's one of Phil Linet's best friends. Well, I'll be damned. Yep. Thin Lizzy's so damn good. He uh, um, had a stint in Thin Lizzy, couldn't do some sort of American tour, got kicked out or something for being all messed up, and and then was obviously subsequently replaced. But learning your lesson... And coming back with that 90 album with Oh Pretty Woman and Still Got the Blues, he's got another one 
uh, Parasini walkways where it's got the note in it, and it's and he literally just holds a note for like against the feedback for like I don't know thirty forty seconds something like that. It's pretty cool. But anyway, we're gonna jump into a little bit of "Still Got the Blues" by Gary Moore. And no, I do not own any of this audio. And if you happen to hear, if you happen to hear an ad, that's my fault. Thick. Used to be so easy. the first lick you wouldn't know the 12 gauge that's lying off in his hands <laughs> you know what I mean there's a few slides in here later where it's like the motherfuckers playing with power lines it is nuts you play to win but you The bends, dude. The boomer bends, but still. Ugh. Did you hear that? Did you hear it? Mm-hmm. That's Pino Palladino, I believe, the bass player. Bass is so tasty. Get out of my ass. Dude. I'm glad Zach Wild talks about Gary Moore a lot. Because there's a lot there. Well, yeah, I know. He's just... It's one of the 
overlooked guitar heroes. It's completely overlooked. He had a big 80s metal shred, too. Look at that hair. That perfect perm. That perfect Irish shag. I think they call it Irish wisp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's striped because those pickups aren't covered. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. talk over this as it plays out but (coughs) he has that whole Jimmy Page vibe like oh I hit a wrong note but still sounds badass right like there's a few wrong notes in there but they don't outweigh the good notes no but there was some shred notes in there where you're like god damn well it's just like Dime says it's like when you hit that wrong note but you still bend it into the right and you still bend it into the right note like it literally, if you if you don't know guitar, you'd never catch it. No, no, you'd never catch it. But that's that's what emotion does to you. <clears throat> but talking to, like seeing that, like, have you heard that before? I'm sure you've heard it. I've heard it, but I haven't tried heard. to digest it. Yeah, I haven't Where heard. Did it kind of hit you in the gut a little bit? That wow! <laughs> it's like what in the hell are you on and i want some of it yeah it's like it's it's not it's not my cup of tea as far as like like the style of like slower yeah it's it's nothing against it it's awesome it's just i'm I'm all for the guitar when you hit when you that solo when those solos kick in you're like that's all i need to hear what the hell just happened it's dude 
It's, it's We've got 12 minutes. I'm going to pull this up really fast so we can hit the 20-minute mark. I'm going to pull up that Parasini walkways, and we're going to hear that note. Hear this yeah. big note, and then we're going to end this here. I just feel like, guys, if you have not gotten yourself a taste of Gary, go back to the Thin Lizzy days. Go back to his 80s shred metal days. Whatever whatever floats your boat. And here we go to uh, Clarence Frogman Henry. Ain't got no name. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We are going to deep dive that bad boy. When you buy music gear from Sweetwater, you get more than just... All right, what we're going to do is when you run YouTube where you're going to sign in on my name because I have a premium, that way you don't have to use it. You need to get premium. <laughs> it's the best thing on the face of the planet. I haven't seen ads in over a year, and I love it. I'm trying to make sure that I've got... I'm trying to make sure I've got the right... The right one. Because he holds out this note. There's a note he holds out in here. It's just anybody that can manhandle a Les Paul like that, there's a few that can like legitimately manhandle Les Pauls. It's, it's a beautiful thing. That's that Triple uh, A Flame Maple tribute. That Triple A looks so good. Any negatives to that comment section? No, a lot of. <laughs> A lot of foreign uh, commenters. I'm trying to find this note. I want... Without us having to go through this whole thing. I'll be interested to see when and if. I think this is it right here. We're interested to see the Epiphone model of this. Oh, definitely. Of Greeny. Oh. 
not anything like record breaking or whatever, but it gives you that dude. It gives you that kick in the nuts where you're just like sustain. Regardless, some fun, some fun Gary Moore moments here on the Guitar Pirates podcast. Man, he's. He's so good. Very like virtuoso. Yeah. Jimmy Page meets virtuoso. He's a guitar player's guitar player. He's yes. another one of those guitar players, guitar player. Like you may not like him or like what he's about, but you can respect the fuck out of him. Oh hell yeah. You can respect what he does. You can listen to a solo and be like, God damn. You don't hear much dudes doing it like that. Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of guitar players you may not like what they, you know, as far as like aesthetically, what they produce lyrically, which is fine, but you can't take away from what they produce guitar wise. Yeah. And I mean, especially when they're, you know, and and I mean, some of this stuff is like a little overproduced eighties blues. Yeah. Which is very, you know, Beverly Hills cop kind of thing. You know, it's just, you look at SRV 80s, it's just a whole different and animal. Oh, any, but that's, that's too, that's Texas Blues. This is, Gary, this is Gary Moore. This is, you know, whatever, England. Northern Ireland. It is Northern Yeah, this is a bunch of Irish stuff. So, I mean, there's a little disconnect there. Which, what I mean, they have the same influences over there. So, mm-hmm. it'd be Chuck Berry and uh, Howlin' Wolf and... Muddy, muddy waters, like. But there's two. It's still it's different. Like Stevie's straight up blues, straight up four four two two four four blues. Yeah, Gary Moore's a little melodical. He's got some chords in that shit. More than four. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. You know, so he's 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 there's definitely different roads. He's a technical meets blues. But when you those solos, man, and his tone, tone is creamy. The, the tone is like we talked about the warm pedal. You want to hear what warm tone is? You just heard it. <laughs> I, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not comparing him, but like he's got Angus Young level tone. Like I'm not comparing him. I'm talking like that. He's up in that realm. That oh my god tone, like. You want that tone. You'd Dude, love to I would love to play with that tone. I would love to have Angus's tone, yeah. I would love and I mean I'm not saying he sounds like him, no, I'm saying no. that hot rotted, loud ass Marshall with that really loud Gibson guitar. Yeah. That's they have that kind of there are two trees in the same forest kind of thing. Well, Gary Moore's a tree and Angus Young's a twig because he's so little. <laughs> he's so little. <laughs> Angus Young's like a little bush. No, but you know what I'm saying. Here. Yeah. You think you get what I'm getting at. I get exactly what you're getting at, but it, yeah. the the Like with Zach Wilde, same instance. That Gibson Marshall thing. Yeah. Well, not now, but I mean. Going back, man, I love my Wild Audio, but what would they have produced had he stayed with Gibson? Could you imagine the Epiphone models that they'd have right now? That makes me so angry because the Epiphone models are awesome. I mean, the Wild Audio is unbelievable. You played it. It's great. 
fucking guitar. Solid. It's unbelievable. Heavy. It's a nice guitar. It's 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 the heaviest, most well weighted guitar I've ever played. But neck was nice. Neck was nice. The sounded great. Play. I I miss getting rid of it. I should have never done it, but shit happens. I can get another one. They're mass produced, but it's. I I I've always wondered what if he would have stayed, what would have happened. But it's like. Man, you go back and you start going back in history and all the songs that you love, you're like, you're trying to hear, you hear the guitar, you hear the lyrics and the drums and the the slap bass mostly in the 50s. And then you start looking at the guitars and you're like, Gibson, Gibson, Fender, Fender, Gibson, Gibson, Fender, Fender, Gibson, 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 Fender, Fender. into a Fender or a Fender into a Fender. Or a Fender into a Marshall, or a Gibson into a Marshall. Chuck Perry did not play out of any of those. I can't remember what his like high water. It, it was something that everybody said didn't sound good, but Chuck Berry made it sound good because it had it was loud, basically. But I, there's something about Gibson. There's something about that Gibson Marshall combo. There's something about that Gibson Fender combo. You get a Gibson into a twin reverb. Like Joe, God dang! You get a, a Gibson and a Marshall too. Yeah, I think you start pairing them up, and you start doing the two amp thing. Gibson with a Marshall amp and a Fender amp at the same time. Jesus, it's like having a greenback and a creamback in a cabinet. That's like having the devil on one shoulder and then the devil on the other shoulder <laughs> it's like it's like it's like having the devil with a dick on one shoulder and the devil with a set of tits on the other right yeah that's like that's like when you man I, i'd want to hear a plexi and a twin i want to hear a, a plexi and a super reverb nicely put together east easily just you know same volume everything a little bit of reverb on the super, a little bit of tremolo coming out of a pedal through that thing, and just let it rip. It's like a Sweetwater. They have that thing where you can play like eight full stacks in Indiana or something like that. You can like put a pedal board out and just go see what it feels like to play like six or eight full stacks. Uh, I want to do that. And they're all Marshalls too. Yeah. I'm yeah. I, I I just I think it's funny. I used to talk shit on Marshall because the MG series forever, <laughs> and it's like not even scratching the surface of Marshall. The no, MG. you you throw <laughs> you throw the trans tube from like the mid two thousands. It's fantastic. Yeah, but the MG you just like it's not bad. MG is not a bad amp. It's too woofy. It's just it's just a solid state Marshall. That's all it is, yo. But guys, we gotta kind of got to bring it back here for our last few minutes. Gary Moore, go check out his tone. Check out Stripe. Check out the Still Got the Blues guitar because it is not Greeny. Greeny was owned, obviously it was owned by Peter Greenfleet with Mac, hence the name Greeny. But it is not the Still Got the Blues guitar. Nope. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And I also thought it was kind of pertinent considering the whole greeny thing. And I'm sure everybody that's out there that has the greeny is like, oh, we know that dumbass. Yeah, well, 
I didn't know that until the other. We don't. There's and obviously I didn't know that. So, but can we just agree that the AAA Flame Maple Les Pauls just make my God? Oh my God, they're so beautiful. They are. They are, man. Those Les Pauls. There's something about them, man. I, I mean, don't know. I think that's kind of what we're just gonna have to get into the rest of this year is maybe trying to fuck, trying to dissect what it is. What it what it is about them? Because you brought this up last week or Sunday, and here we are a week later, and I can say it's there's some they just it, I think it's for me it's the scale length and how it just the neck the big fat I think it's also neck. too all mahogany the mahoganies yeah I don't know what it is it's like ash on fender yeah it's mahogany and Gibson. I don't know. I don't know, man. They must have had to deal with the devil or what. It's it's. But you can hear it even like with Gary Moore stuff. With, with anybody who uses it and you uses it, hot Gibson, you know. Yeah. But guys, check out Gary Moore. Check out the still got the blues stuff. Check out the Parasini walkways to hear that freaking long ass note feedback driven note again. And maybe go check out some of the Stan Lizzie stuff too. Other than that, boys, I think, boys and girls, I think that's going to be our ankle deep edition. We still yeah. got the blues. It's nice to do one of these. It's been it's been it's been a, a year. It's been a it's been a minute since we've done a little a little Vince sweet Gill, little deep dive. Vince Gill was the last one. Yep. yep. Guys, until next time. We if got, you got wet on this deep dive, well, we got more coming. <laughs> We're we're back to this scallywags. Guys, until next time, we'll, scallywags, we'll see y'all asses later. But until then, don't forget about our 4th of July. Um, cheap foot pedal blow out if I can get it all out. If we get it in time, if not, it'll be the middle of July. Other than that, don't chuck Chuck Berry's amp. If you like Gibson SGs, give us a shout. And also, let us know what you think about the PRS. Hellacast. Yeah, well don't touch my hand.